efficiency air conditioner from Carrier, the brand you can trust. Our Infinity models have Wi-Fi control and boast a GPA rebate of up to $600. With Carrier's sweetheart of a deal, you can get an AC for as low as $279. Hurry in today. This deal will end on February 28th. We are located in Harmon Industrial Park behind Kmart or call 647-COOL. For all your air conditioning needs, turn to the experts. Turn to Carrier. Call your Carrier in today and make your home feel right. Let the fun begin with the all-new Fox Wednesday. Yes! First, TV's number one show is bigger than ever. The Mad Singer! Then, Lego Masters turns a global phenomenon. Welcome to Lego Masters. Into a high-stakes reality competition. Oh, my God. I am super stressed out. Hosted by Will Arnett. Get your brick on! Grab the family for the premiere of Lego Masters. Yes! Right after The Masked Singer. Back-to-back -back new episodes tonight at 8, only on Fox 6 Guam and Saipan. K57 is bringing you diverse local programming every weeknight. Tune in at 6 p.m. for your PNC News, followed by Ifinota with Robert Underwood every Monday, The Data Hub with Tyrone Titano every Tuesday, Vet Talk every Wednesday, Man, Land, and Sea on Thursdays, and The Edge of Heaven with Rand Kaufman every Friday. Catch full episodes on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Overcast, Radio Public, Breaker, or Pocket Casts. Keeping the talk hot on podcast and every weeknight on News Talk K57. Finding a home is never easy, and sometimes you get too busy to go out and look at homes on the market. That's why the TV stations of Sorensen Media Group have put together Welcome Home. Join us as we give you a tour of beautiful homes that are for sale or rent to suit your lifestyle. Find your perfect home and catch episodes on Fox 6 and ABC 7 in Guam and Saipan every second Tuesday of the month. Welcome Home is brought to you by Remax Realty Group and Sherwin-Williams. Hopefully, this is Patrick from Wise Owl Animal Hospital. I have been working at Wise Owl since I was 15. Wise Owl supports local, hires locally, and provides hands-on training and continuing education opportunities to help you develop a career in animal care. At Wise Owl, you are part of a family that supports you and our local community. For more information on starting a career in animal care, visit our website at wiseowl.net. This by local message is brought to you by Sorensen Media Group and Wise Owl Animal Hospital. Trench down rock. Big fish or sprat. Trench down rock. You 
And welcome back. Nine minutes after seven. Thank you for tuning back in. CBS News just ended. And Mr. Bob Marley, it's his birthday. It's his birthday. Love this. Love this music. His, what's his son's name, Jeremy? Which one? Well, he, oh, he has a few. He's okay. got many. He's got okay. Ziggy. He's got Stefan. He's got Julian. Okay. He's Ziggy, got Kaimani. I, I think the Ziggy guy. I think he's a... He sings like his dad as well, right? Uh, they all they have this thing about them that sounds like Bob. Real yeah, time. they all sound just like, uh, it's almost like J.D. Crutch. You know, his son sounds just like him. That's right. So, anyway, welcome back and uh, happy birthday to Bob Marley. Welcome back to Man, Land, and Sea. News of Guam and our island environment brought to you every Thursday, 6.30 to 8 p.m. by the Bureau of Planning, the Bureau of Statistics and Plans, used to be their name, and the Guam Coastal Management Program. Thank you so much for tuning in. And uh, earlier in the show, we had uh, our good mayor from Jigo call in and give us an update on what's going on uh, with this uh, stray dog uh, roundup that they're uh, putting together a major plan to hit all the villages and address the issue of the stray dog. But, you know, it's getting out of control. It's basically out of control. Numbers have said uh, anywhere from 40 to 60,000 stray dogs in our island. So we got to get a handle on that. And uh, so we had uh, the good mayor call in. And there's, it's still in the planning stages. But uh, when they finally get to that point, uh, he's going to try and start it in the Jigo area. Hello. Well, that's that's where the mayor's from. He's the mayor of Jigo. He's going to start in Jigo and work away around the island. And hopefully they'll get the, uh, the funding that they need to uh, pull this off. So once again, thank you to uh, uh, Mayor Mantinani for calling us in, letting us know, and he'll be, he will be uh, calling in on the show or letting me know, calling on Patty and or Andrea, or letting the local media know exactly what's going on with that. Because before they go out, uh, the community is going to have to know uh, what's going on. Uh, many other things going on uh, around the island. I mentioned briefly about uh, the shortage or they did not have any more in stock. The N N95 mask. It's a more protective mask to protect yourself from inhaling any um, potential um, virus or contaminants, for that matter. And as you know, we do have the coronavirus that is making its way around the world and causing a causing a lot of uh, people to be stressed out and uh, getting being proactive. And we're doing exactly what we need to. Here in Guam, again, the Department of Public Health uh, director, the customs director, the airport director, Homeland Security, the military, everyone, the CDC, they're all getting together and they're being updated every day as to what's going on with the virus. And there's still, I repeat, still no active virus of the uh, coronavirus on Guam thus far. They've been, uh, we've had some people that are made their way to Guam via airplane that uh, came in before the, uh, the uh, um, they put a restriction on people coming in from certain parts of Japan. And we just heard in the news today, they had a ship from Singapore that came in and two individuals on the ship were ill. So they immediately were quarantined on the ship, restricted to the ship. And our folks from the Customs and Quarantine or Public Health paid them a visit and determined that they were, in fact, non-active as far as having the coronavirus. We're going to go straight to the phone calls and see what is on your mind. How about day, Francis? Good evening, brother. 
Alpha D, brother. What's up? Hey, man. This, uh, this, uh, this assessment from Public Health and all the other agencies, uh, uh, do they have a, a, a minister, a kit? Yeah, you, you know, of, uh, an individual uh, has the virus. You know, they, it's it's funny you bring the, the kit. There is a kit to do the testing, but not everyone has them. For example, I was watching the legislature and um, uh, the director of the uh, superintendent, uh, Mr. Fernandez, was asked, how do you... Um, oh, okay. And he mentioned, uh, he was giving a briefing to the senators, oversight, I mean, uh, yeah, oversight, well... Yeah, oversight hearing, and what uh, what are the uh, procedures that they do? Should they come across a student that is, you know, showing signs of uh, you know having uh, the flu or the cold or what have you? They have to do uh, an assessment to make sure he doesn't have or she has the coronavirus. And he specifically said, "No, we we take all the information, we pass it on to public health." And they'll do, make the determination at that level. The nurse just take, basically takes all the information. And um, he was specifically asked, do you have test kits? He goes, no, we don't have any test kits. Are they, you serious? No, they don't. They don't have any test kits. Uh, public health has them, but the, the, the schools don't have them at all. So maybe that's something we need to take a look at. You know, do they, do yeah, they need I'll, training? You know, man, to, we're on top of this. You, me, and the whole family. Yeah. The whole island is on top of it. Yeah. My, we're matter, listening to CDC and, and yes. all the pros over there, you know, and the test kits are, are being administered to, to all the uh, yeah. suspect, suspects. I, I, I would imagine, uh, Francis, that the I test know, kit, I, I believe they're, they are available to public health for sure. I'm almost sure I they have. I hope so, brother. Because, but uh, at the school level, they're not. Yeah, I, I really hope they, 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 they uh, get these kids in real quick because we're starting to really uh, uh, see some some uh, some uh, some serious uh, uh, numbers. cases, you know. Yeah, of, and, and of the, the numbers so, uh, are, are rising. Yeah, I know, man. Anyway, uh, we'll probably work on that. Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, you know, it is. That starting tomorrow, so Atlanta, but we need those test kits in here. Yeah, I we do. I don't they have to fly it uh, from the Air Force, get Navy, bring it in real quick, you know? Yeah, same thing. You know, if, in fact, if and when it ever happens, I and mean, we're hoping it doesn't, that we have an active case of the coronavirus virus here on Guam, you know, um, the regular surgical mask is not going to protect you. The ones they use, no. you know, no, like the N95. What would the, you? What you mentioned something yeah, about a the mask? N, the N95 is a more uh, is a more costly mask. All right. It, it, it's uh, the the regular surgical mask. The way they explained it to me. Oh, the surgical mask. You mean? No, the regular, the one you find at a mom and pop store anywhere, or hardware store. It's the regular surgical mask. Does not protect you from inhaling any there contaminant it doesn't it protects if you were infected with the cold or a flu and you wanted to prevent family members from catching it that might help the, yeah the surgical mask would work but for if someone was contaminated with uh, a virus the n95 is the one you should use it has carbon filters it's a little bit more bulkier a little bit more expensive and they yeah. they've been sold out not not no, only brother, in there's, there's, there's nothing available on the island there is i i found out just yesterday uh, one one particular store and uh i'm not in the um, habit of promoting any store and i don't i called home depot they didn't have any i called another one they didn't have any until i finally 
got a hold of one, and it was safety first. And they had uh, they had it, they had them in stock. They cost twenty five dollars for twenty count uh, twenty pieces of the N ninety yeah twenty five pieces. I mean, 20 pieces for $25, the N95 mask, and they did have them in stock. I said, wow, I thought you were out. They go, we were, but we got our shipment in. I said, wow. So oh, I immediately man. made a call to other uh, hardware stores, Yeah, they're, they're, and they were sold out. Yeah, I know, man. So, uh, you heard about, Francis, about the coronavirus has a 14-day incubation period? Yes, I was talking to Pauline La Morena about that. The yes, yes, uh, I heard that as well. Quarantine uh, period, ne? Yeah, and uh, he, I, I was, I mentioned that purposely because I, I was listening to Tony's show, Tony Talks, uh -huh. and I am of the same opinion as Mr. La Morena. You know, the 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 uh, tourists that came in <clears throat> before the uh, the ban on these uh, tourists coming in uh, before the deadline uh, ban uh, restricting right. their travel. They came in under the radar, so they were tested and they were found oh, yeah. not, not to have the virus. But then again, like Tony mentioned, 14 days you won't show any symptoms of the virus. So those 14, um, the people that came in and they're right now staying in our hotels, they need to be checked, if not every day, as often yes, as possible. Exactly. Because after uh, 14 days, then they started showing the symptoms. I don't. I don't know. I'm, I'm not a doctor or a nurse. I don't no, know. No, no, But we're we're talking about it. And, yeah, we uh, have to. We have there's to. There's no. You know, I mean, what I'm saying is, you know, one one case. That's all it takes. Infected is gonna create. Uh, it's gonna uh, infect 14 people at a it's time. Gonna, it's gonna be a domino effect. You know, if if it I broke. if I had the virus, if I was infected with the virus, and I didn't know it. I can spread it to my whole family, you know, exactly, man. and then my whole family will spread it to their families and their friends, and then it's a domino effect, and before you All know right. it, anyway, Francis, you know, we bring up a good, uh, again, it's, All right. it's anyway, good to discuss uh, that it. incubation is, you know, I was talking to Tony, I said, Tony, you're talking about incubation, uh, are we talking about balut? <laughs> because I am, I'm used to the quarantine station, you know, uh -huh. and uh, I don't think we're even prepared for this. Well, you know, I... Maybe, maybe the military can come out with some kind of freaking building, you know, like, like they did in China. They tend to build mm -hmm. a freaking... something like that, you know. Yeah. Anyway, um, I'm glad that uh, the... See, MC Mayor Zigu is... Uh, uh, Mayor, Mayor Mantanani. Hopefully, uh, hopefully Rudy gets all the, uh, the, Support, the yeah. funding, the appropriate uh, funding, because uh, definitely. that's another thing, you know. I mean, uh, it's, it's just... Hardly any control, brought because, you know, you have a couple of females in heat, and, and everybody, all the males are going to snap. Exactly. They're going to no. snap their roads or bite it off, you know, because they want to be free. So I'm glad that this is, uh, he brought it up, and and he's always confused about this. Uh, no, but then he, he's been he real no active. And he, he needs funding. He and needs we've always funding. been pushing this for the longest time. Uh, Mayor Mantanani's a personal friend of mine. He's been very, very proactive about the 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 issue with yeah. the stray dog and he's been he trying kinda, for he years a little bit you know uh shied away because of the fact that as much as you want it to do you know yeah i mean man you gotta work with the guy 
Yeah, you do. Everybody you do. has to work with the mayor because if if he's going to do it all by himself, it's not going to happen, bro. Yeah. You know, he, he same thing with the illegal dump site. You just saw the mayor, the good mayor, recently on a news clip. I called him up. Uh, personally, I called him up, and I said, I saw you on the 6 o'clock news. You were really upset about this illegal dump site. And he goes, yeah, Dave, they just cleaned it. They just cleaned it two days ago, and it's all it's back to the the way it was so you know i don't i don't blame him at all for being really upset yeah i know man you know and uh, a lot of uh, we 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 uh, we felt that we felt that and but there are people they coming in uh, calling in negatively man exactly the man is serious no, you guys are, are attacking him or making coming out with all kinds of crap nekulana has been always serious about about uh, the control man Yes, yes. So anyway, uh, I'm I'm glad that he back and he's uh, really working on it. And I hope the governor is listening so so they can fund him, uh, give him some kind of appropriation. I, I think something. something's going to happen this time around. They've they've definitely got the ball, the the wheels rolling. Yeah. Uh, the Department of Agriculture directors yeah. involved, and and it's, it's all it's all about. Uh, Remember yeah. you and me? Yes, Our exactly, kids. exactly. Yeah. Francis, thank you so much for calling You're welcome, up, brother. Thank you. I, I hear you all, right. all the time. I, I you're never far from my ears. Um, and I always think it's serious, man. But like in this case, me. Yeah, yeah. You know, because I was, you know, when the younger days, you and me, we'll probably snap our roads, get out and cross our boundaries. Down blue, we felt something. Uh, well, you know, in heat, so across the road or something. Well, you know, if We're a stray if a stray dog anymore, is so. gonna if a stray dog is gonna threaten my my children, my oh, grandchildren, man. you know, I'm definitely gonna do something about it. There's no exactly. doubt about it. No doubt about it. So you know all right, what. Brother. All right, Francis, thank All you. Right, thank you, thanks for the thank you. 23 minutes after 7, and we're going to go straight to the call, uh, the phone lines. Once again, you are priority. Juanita, you are a priority. Hi. Hi. How for day? How for day, Juanita? Um, I am calling to announce a park cleanup. Juanita Blas. For this Saturday. <laughs> this is Juanita Blas <laughs> from Island Girl Park. I'm yes, sorry, Juanita. Uh, yeah, our producer just put Juanita Park Cleanup. So I was like, okay. Yeah, so we are continuing the Friends of the Park. Oh, fantastic. We are working on the Kaiser Basketball Number 2. Ah, you guys did um, one already, the right? basketball court that is not usable. Uh, currently not usable? Currently trash. And you guys are going to do something about it. Um, and we have um, military volunteers. Fantastic. Off of a ship. Fantastic. And oh. we have community volunteers from the Hill and Uman Association, as well as the learning students. Hmm. And wh when is this happening again? This Saturday from 9 until 2. Hmm. I'm curious. This is the so second we time. We really, really need help in um, removing trash. Yeah. The mayor's office is helping with some items, but, um, you know, there's a lot of bags of trash that is going to... Juanita, what, what, um, what kind of help and what number can they call or who they can talk to if they want to help? Okay. So my number is 688-4752. Okay. And what kind and, of... And um, you're looking... Go ahead. Monetary support from hopefully the neighbors, um, but also people that are interesting interested in 
helping the cause mm-hmm. because a lot of the expense we have is coming out of Island Girl Power to pick paper trash. Yeah, and, and you know these basketball courts, we spoke about this in the past, you know. Right now you said it's it's not operable, it's not it's not a functioning basketball court, but once you guys are done and hopefully with the help of the military personnel that's coming out to help and the community that we're, we're asking to come out and help, hopefully we'll get that basketball court up and running again and get it to be used by the the, the, the neighborhood. Yeah, and the neighborhood. Uh, Tell the neighborhood people, say, you know, kids, family, parents, this is your basketball court. are great. Um, I've done surveys with about 20 houses around the court and uh-huh. they're excited about the project yeah. they're sending their high school students to do service learning they agreed to come out and bring drinks there you go you know, yeah. um, you know it's about getting the community to know that that's what it is that's exactly that's what it is you know again t- to take the the phrase came out of uh, you guys i learned it from you guys to take ownership of it uh, melissa yeah. Savarez, the good mayor of dedido said it herself you know dave we, we got to do this. People like Juanita Blas and Island Girl Power, the Ajuda Foundation and Big Ton, everybody in that community. And, you know, hopefully we'll start, um, start this to be a trend for every single village that have a neighborhood basketball or a neighborhood park area. Right. And um, the other basketball court that we've had and we've been fixing up for the past five years, uh-huh. there's the Simon Sanchez group of students that is painting and they need paint donated you know water-based paint in different colors so that they can continue their murals fantastic yeah you know you're uh, Juanita I, I put out the invitation to you Island Girl Power or any or any nonprofit group group that has a project that is very very commendable you know what you guys do from the goodness of your heart but you can't do it alone you need help you need support you need supplies by all means give me a call give every talk show you could possibly think of call them up get the word out we're going to start something we're going to start a trend right and we we totally know that the community is the solution and um you know we have had help from the guam home center uh-huh. And uh, the mayor has donated two beautiful backboards that we're going to install. Yeah. And, uh, you know, if everybody does a little bit, we That's can get this it. done. It's, it's exactly. Couldn't have said it better. Again, it's, all a, it's a community project. And the beauty, the thing that I love about it the best is these neighborhood parks that have been forgotten. They're there, but some of them are just not operable. They're just not funky. They can't use right. it because it's the just. In the neighborhood, call them the Lost Park. Yeah, I mean, can you imagine that the Lost Park? We got a park here, but it's a Lost Park. We see it, but the well, kids, the kids deserve a safe place to play. Get them outside, away from social media. Correct. And in in nature. Exactly, and you know, uh, Juanita, the thing that again we're talking about Dedido right now, but. How many? You, we've talked about this in the past. How many neighborhood parks are there around the different villages? Well, um, around island wide, there are probably a hundred. Wow. Fifty listed by the government land management as neighborhood parks. Uh huh. Any neighborhood 
subdivision that was built, they came with parks. Yeah. And they're not part of the government listing. Yeah. But, you so know, I, again. So, Kaiser itself, uh-huh. the government listing says 12. We counted about 26. Wow. And, again, these and are parks that some of that them are green used, spaces. Yeah. Yeah, and they used to be very nice parks back in the time when they were first developed by the uh, the housing um, authority, you know, like in Dedido, Kaiser. They, right. The developer mm-hmm. built that as part of the part of the deal. But uh, mm-hmm. but then, you know, we got the home regular, the original homeowners sold or renting the place, different tenants left and right, and over the years, the decades. They, yeah, people jumping into the park yeah. is a real bad problem. I, I but, hear some you know, of the property owners now that are right behind the park. Some of them even took took it upon themselves. I'm going to expand my property and I'm going to make an outside kitchen using that park property. Yeah. Well, you know they know who they are. They know who they are. Yeah, they do. And they do. Um, that's not our focus. Correct. We want to build Correct. bridges and partnerships with the neighborhood. No. Exactly. And uh, just try to get their engagement to make it right. Yeah, yeah, that is true. And uh, again, the beauty of it is returning these parks back to the community, having the the um, the young adults out there know that this is your park. This is your park. Now. We we got it up and running. It is your job now to take ownership of it. Tell your friends, come on out there after school and let's play basketball or let's play tennis or let's do whatever we need to do. And right. get, off, get off our social media. Why do you think everyone's stuck looking well, at your... <laughs> community, a community to be proud of. Yes, exactly. Again, uh, I commend you guys of what you guys do. And uh, it takes a community. It takes all of us. It, it, it just can't happen. It, it, it ain't going to work if it's just you, Island Girl Power, and they, do it. It, they need help. You know, and uh, kudos. And I commend the, um, the military folks that come out and support. Fantastic. Now the local, our local residents, take ownership. That's like you said. Some of the neighborhood people, uh, families around the park, are excited about it. They're going to come out and give you some water, maybe some support, maybe some uh, labor support. Great. That is what we want to hear. They just want the jungle and the trash cleaned out because a lot of it was done about 40, 50 years of stuff just building up. Yeah. Again, um, you know, we're going we're gonna to harp on this every chance we get until the message is clear, loud and clear, that, no, we're not doing this for just for the heck of it. We're doing it to try and give the parks back to the, to the community, to the neighborhood. Because it's the right thing to do. And that's bottom line. It's the right thing to do. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, it's funny. Again, yours is happening February the 8th. What time? Nine o'clock yes. to twelve or something like that. Uh, we're meeting the military at nine. Okay. And everyone is parking at Island Girl Power. And that's and it, though. And Island Girl Power. Mm-hmm. If those for those that are not familiar with the location, mm-hmm. it's right in front or behind of uh, Maria Joa Elementary School and Weiss Dedido Middle School, going up to Dedido Middle School. It's right at the corner. Right of the at the corner, Santa Monica Avenue, correct, or Santa Cap? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And uh, the only vehicles that are going to be allowed in the park are the ones that are pickup trucks that are removing trash. So we don't want to freak the neighborhood out. 
and have everybody's cars all over the place. Yeah, and and if you want to help, island girl power and take a nice walk. Yeah, I'm glad you bring you bring up uh, the pickup trucks. If you have a pickup truck and you want to help, it, it's called uh, you know the rovers. You go and when they pick up, they all the volunteers get all the debris, mm-hmm. the debris piled up. Your pickup truck then becomes the main focus because we got to transport it, sport it, transport it right. down to the uh, proper. Uh, It'll be hard for us to pay for gas and trash removal for everyone, but if you can dedicate the use of your truck, yeah, just for and, a few hours, uh, less than twenty-five dollars to remove a load of trash, it would be greatly appreciated. Yeah, so I, once again, Island Girl Power is doing it this weekend, February 8th, and they're all meeting up at the Island Girl Power uh, location to try and give back a lost park. It's a lost park, and that's what it is, actually. So, Juanita. Imagine that. Yeah. Two basketball courts in Kaiser that can be used by the kids. Yeah, two down and 20 more to go, right? <laughs> but, uh, you know, we're going to keep, like I said, we're going to keep plugging at it until we eventually, and people are eventually going to get it and see and reap the benefits of saying, wow, my son is not here. He's at the park. He used to be in the room playing with his cell phone or his whatever. Now he's outside playing with his friends. It's a lot more productive. It's a lot more healthy. And, again, Juanita, thank you. Thank you again uh, for calling in. And we're here for you anytime you want to get the word out, as we're doing right now. Uh, park cleanup, cleaning up a basketball park in Dededo tomorrow. I mean, uh, Saturday, sorry, 9 a.m. Meeting at the Island Girl Power office or location. And uh, I saw your stuff on Facebook, and I'm going to plug it. You guys have one of the one of the better thrift shops I've seen on island. And our thrift store, nice that you bring that up. Yeah. We have. A brand new shipment of dresses that was given to us by a, a boutique that shut down. Yeah. Brand new prom dresses. Wow! Yeah, and, I saw uh, that. I saw that. With a school ID, they get to buy two dresses. Wow! And you know, prom is coming up. Each. Prom is coming up, Luanita. So uh, I think you're going to get some sales for sure. Yeah, the sale is uh, Friday and Saturday from ten to two. Okay, there you go. If you need a prawn dress, check out Island Girl Power. Big or a Valentine's dress. Or that too. Or just a dr- <laughs> just if you want a nice dress. Juanita, it's always a pleasure talking to you, and uh, my regards to you, and um, thank you for what you do. Oh, thank you for giving me the time. All right. Uh, 36 minutes after 7, man, land, and sea. Jess. Wonderful call from Island Girl Power. We need a blast and the Ajuda Foundation and Big Ton and all. There's, they're, they have a little group that they gather, and they're going to be cleaning up a Dedido basketball park, a lost park, and we're going to take a short break while I catch my breath and, <laughs> and drink a little bit of water. All right, we'll be right back. Interested in thoughtful discussion, hard facts, and input from experts in their field? Then please join me, Tyrone Titano, for the Data Hub every Tuesday night at 6.30 p.m. in studio on the K57 cams and right here on Newstalk K57. Half a day, I'm Governor Lou Leon Guerrero. And I'm Lieutenant Governor Joshua Tenorio. 
If you survived the Japanese occupation during World War II, filed a claim under the World War II Loyalty Recognition Act, and received a letter from the Foreign Claims Settlement Commission saying you are entitled to receive monetary compensation, then you may have an adjudicated claim. Bring your claim letter and a valid government ID to our Guam War Claims Processing Center at the old Hakubotan building in Tumuning, Mondays to Fridays from 9 a.m. to 4 p.m., and we will help you process your claim. If you have any questions or would like to know more, call us at 472-8931 or visit our website at warclaims.guam.gov. Getting to this point wasn't easy, and our work isn't over, but we are now beginning to heal old wounds and honor our greatest generation. And we say to those still alive to hear it, your long wait is over. The American Association of University Women Guam Branch presents The Dish, a monthly program about issues affecting women and girls in our community. The Dish airs on K57 the last Saturday of the month from noon to 2 p.m. On The Dish, we'll talk about women's health, violence, ageism, workplace equality, financial security, and more. The Dish, serving food for thought on issues that are important to women. Brought to you by the AAUW Guam Branch on Newstalk K57. Buenas afanielos, guaho si Robert Underwood, para bejo tutuho nuevo na programa guinegi K57, jan entero gifinot samoro, fino nativo, pat mas claro fino hadza, ifinota. Bula siya na, na maguf, na bubu, na mahalang, na chalik, loti na matnyo. Ifinota with Robert Underwood, every Monday night at 6.30 on News Talk K57. Sounded like Smokey Robinson. No way, because Smokey sings in a falsetto. He's always uh, really high. <laughs> well, this, this, inter- this artist, I've never heard. Never heard. Me either. It just like uh, I, so, I, I love music a lot, uh, uh, so obvious. I search for it. Obviously, forty minutes after seven. Thank you, Jeremy. It, it does sound really nice, though. I, I figured when I heard it, I was like, I'm gonna play this on Dave's show. Yeah, it no, kind of perfect. It it sounded I like, but it really does. You know, to me, it sounds like uh, Smokey Robinson. Hey, I'm glad you enjoyed it. Yeah, I did. Twenty minutes until the top of the hour, and again, welcome to Man, Land, and Sea. And uh, we did have a caller, but he kind of dropped off, right? Ed, 
Ed, if you're out there, you're still listening. I did see you, but we need to take we needed to take a break. That's right. And if you, you know, the phone lines are open. By all means, give me a call. In the meantime, I was looking at um, stuff that I had prepared uh, prior to coming on the show that I wanted to talk about, and something caught my eye. It's a company in the UK that, uh, you know, it's got to do with uh, what we're trying to do here in Guam, and it's called circular economy, you know, uh, reuse, reduce, recycle type of thing. And this company in the UK uh, is using plastic bottles. And you know, plastic bottles, we have a lot of them. Just at my house, my wife drinks plastic bottled water every day. And of course, plastic, it's just saying water. They got juice, orange juice, everything. But they're using plastic, <coughs> excuse me, bottles to make roads. <coughs> to make roads that last 10 times longer than asphalt. You know, the regular way they make asphalt. And uh, just in Guam alone, I know Larry Gass for the Guam Solid Waste Authority, just to ship plastic bottles out of Guam cost him $1,000 per ton. So, you know, with this company, what they're doing in the UK, taking that plastic bottles, not just plastic, but the bottles that are reusable, you know, black plastic is not suggested, but, you know, plastic bottles and other plastics, and they, they use them. Uh, with fillers, um, certain fillers that, and they came up with a, the right blend of fillers and the plastic melted plastic bottles, and they develop, and are using it to make roads, to make roads. And as you know, in Guam, that's in the news all the time. I hear it all every day on the talk shows, especially down south, that we need to fix our roads. So if it costs that much to fix the roads, then you know why not? Find out how this company's doing it in the UK. And we believe me, we got enough plastic bottles, plastic everything, not just in Guam. Plastic is not just a problem in Guam. It's a worldwide problem. And it ain't going to go away. So we're going to have to do something to figure out what we can do to reuse it. And uh, again, circular economy. Things that we import eventually makes it to the landfill. We can't just keep digging holes in the ground, filling up the landfills before their uh, life cycle. And the average uh, a cell that we build in Guam, we're just building one recently, it's going to be cost, it costs in a neighborhood of $30 million for the new cell at the Legend Landfill. And the life expectancy of that landfill is 8 to 10 years. And I thank you. Thank you so much, Ed, uh, for keeping me tuned in. And uh, welcome to Man, Land, and Sea. You wanted to talk about dogs and, of course, trash. Where's this park at? Where, where's the what at? The park. The oh, uh, Juanita Blas uh, mentioned it. I, I'm not exactly, I can't pinpoint it for you, but the best I can do for you, do you know where Island Girl Power is located? Yeah. Yeah, uh, you can either, she did leave a number. Jeremy, did you get her? You didn't get her number either. But um, Island Girl Power, uh, their cleanup of this particular park, it's a basketball park, or it used to be. They call it a lost park, Ed, and uh, they're going to be cleaning up this weekend, uh, Saturday. Is that, is that, in, is that in the village for the It's <laughs> good question. It's it's in Dedido Village for sure. Where exactly, I didn't. Maybe Wadida might be listening. She can give us a call back. 
I, I unfortunately I didn't write it down. I didn't have a pen handy, but uh, they are meeting on a Saturday, and they are looking for anyone that wants to participate. Even you know, if you have a pickup truck, they'll be they'll be definitely useful. If you yeah, could, but how, how severe? How severe is this camp? I how severe? Well, uh, according to her, it's the the park is pretty much overgrown. They're gonna have to definitely get trash why, out of there. Why is why, why is that overgrown? That's why there's trash because it's overgrown. Well, because you know, they, they they noticed they noticed what happened ninety days. They noticed the park was unattended. You that's know, correct. They, correct. They to to. Uh, uh, maintain it. That's why they came by there. And, uh, well, I think it. I think that's the the what this uh, what we need an island girl power and the Judah Foundation. What they're trying to instill in this people uh, the neighborhood. If we get this thing cleaned up, up and running again, maybe they'll realize that it has a benefit. You know, it's it's there for a reason, and maybe they'll take pride in their neighborhood and say, "Hey, let's keep it up." You know, it ain't gonna work yet if they if island girl power cleans it up, take all the trash out of there, and then two weeks later, three weeks, four weeks, the grass gets overgrown and they start dumping trash again. It just ain't going to work. But once the people understand that uh, it is a, a very good asset to the neighborhood and the, uh, the, the, the young adults that live around it, the young kids that live there are going to utilize the basketball court, maybe they'll take some pride in it and take ownership of it. Yeah, I, I know that. I know that, but if that's that park is like uh, you have to go in between houses just to go to the park. Then the neighbors around that around that park can. Again, I know what's going on there. Yeah, they, I apologize. Around, I, around and, uh, you you have a good point there. I I don't and I apologize. I don't have the answer. Uh, is the park accessible? Number one, and if so, if not, is it you have to walk between houses? Are the neighbors uh, okay with that? That is something that uh, definitely uh, is a good question. Thank you for bringing it up. Yeah, and for the the for dogs, like for every block, right? For for every block, Kaiser. Uh huh. They should start from there. So yeah. everybody takes one. If, if every if the, the residents, I don't mind if they take the dog into the dog. Everybody should have tents. Yeah, and 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 again, that, that's another oh, another yeah. issue you bring up, and it's a it's a good one. Uh, you know, if what get a lot if they get in there and and, and try to throw it. <laughs> You know, if it's, if you're close by and uh, they know how to practice, uh, I think it should work. What practice on catching the dog with the talaza? Yeah, but you know, use well, not don't use a fishing net. Use the uh, <laughs> I light them to you uh, maybe well, you, a cotton rope or uh, with weights. Well, you know, Ed, I think you just came up with a good idea. You know that the mayor of Jigo and uh, they're starting up a program. They're going to be rounding up uh, a lot of the stray dogs in all the different villages. And one of the issues is how do we get them to come to the traps? You know, the dog traps. I'll be I just, think, uh, hey, no, but you, somebody park the car on the side. Well, I think just, your idea just, just with a talaja. I think that's a good one. Right? Just, hey, just park to the side and the hide. <laughs> no, but I think that it's an excellent idea. You know, you practice with your Talaja throwing and you catch a dog at the same time. And, you know, you're, you're, 
I don't know. We're just throwing out ideas, right? Ed? Well, you know, it is another thing they did wrong. The thing they did pretty deep, and uh, just bowed it, coming <laughs> back, and did a little bit uh, something, and when they go on the top, they fall down. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know if that that idea will work, but I don't see. It's going to work if I, you I push it, man. Yeah, I think so. But uh, you know, otherwise you'll be. What are you gonna be doing to the dog? Come here, boy. Here, boy. Come here, boy. No, just put the food <laughs> there, and then when the dog is there and it's over, it's gonna fall down. But uh, you throw the net and it goes around a, a stray dog. I guarantee you, he ain't going anywhere. Yeah, but like you said, it takes a lot of input. Nice, if you really want it, it's well, gonna. Uh, Again, that I I think it's and a it's a viable. Somebody's house, and if they're willing to, it's okay, man. They can be saved. Makes everybody don't know. Not sure they know that for them. But if it's kids, man, you gotta stop them what to do. Yeah. You know, and and they're willing man, to everybody agrees, man. They sit into everybody's fence and they're close to that, and then uh, they start calling uh, you guys to come and mow them up. Yeah, yeah, that's true. You know, uh, uh, you want me to score it there? Well, we got to come up with solutions, you know, and uh, the problem's going to stay there. It ain't going to go away unless we come up. And sometimes callers like you will come up with a good suggestion. And I personally, just me, I it's that's not it's not a cruel way to catch a, a stray dog or even a stray pig. I mean, a feral pig. They, 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 they might they might tear up the pigs might tear up the the, the lodger though <laughs> I think they're too the, strong. You know the pigs are coming out. How about the people are building that's why they're coming out. Yeah, well, you know, they're we only we live in an island, Ed, and there's only so much. You know, we were you know the military build up they bulldoze a whole bunch of that's acreage. That's why, man. If you want to know why, man, these things are happening, man, it's because they're they're developing. Yeah, it's development. You know, we're taking away a little bit of their habitat, and they're they're making their way into the rural areas, the housing and the de- de- developed areas. They're showing up now in places. They just had one on Facebook recently, right across from uh, where was this? AK, the dealership AK. They had a, a oh, wild yes, pig. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. Down, yeah, uh, that's going to be a Japanese, uh, uh, I guess. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, that's uh, they're building a. Um, it's going to be called. I happen to the know mall, about right? it. It's called Dun Dun Donkey. It's a Don Quixote uh, retail store outlet, and they're opening up a store here in Guam, and uh, it's going to be called Dun 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 Donkey. Is, is, is that is that is that land uh, or bought? I believe it was bought. Yes, I I don't quote me on it, but I I wouldn't see why I. Companies such as Don Quixote uh, retail outlets uh, would lease a property unless it's for a hundred years or so. But then again, I don't know. I don't know for sure. But they are building a very big retail store. It's going to have everything there, just like uh, your big retail stores. They're going to have food court. They're going to have grocery store, electronics, everything you can think of. Right, right. Hey, you know about that? You know about that plastic world they're saying? The other? The plastic world. Yeah, yeah, I just, I saw that, and it caught my attention. I mean, anything that's got to do to, with the environment, I, it, yeah, they, they make uh, uh, roads out of plastic bottles. And yeah, but that's not too, hey, that's not too, that's not too good, because what if a car gets on fire, and 
And it's just melting the wool. We're going to no, store no, it no. The, it ain't made entirely out of plastic bottles or plastic. No, but still, still, uh, you can see plastic, and there's some. Well, it, there. again, I, I don't know all the details. It's a company out of uh, the UK in England, uh, and there they develop and they came up with a formula. They did a lot of research on it. I was reading about it, and uh, they came up with. Uh, the, the right mixture of plastics, melted plastic, along with other uh, elements that are put into the in there as well, and it is definitely working for them. So it's a uh, more cost, and at the same time, you get rid of the uh, the plastics. You know, we have plastics is the major problem in the world. You know, we had the uh, you know the Marianas Trench. We had that uh, submersible went all the way down to the bottom of the Marianas Trench, and what did they find? <laughs> plastic bag. Wow. So, yeah, they found a plastic bag. They thought it was a new species of fish or whatever. You know what? Whatever. Twenty six, thirty thousand feet below the ocean. Only that when they zoom up and focus it. Nope, it's a plastic bag. <laughs> it's you, like, you know what's the problem? Of a. We, we, we uh, you're breaking up, Ed. I'm sorry. We multiply. It's like the, the multiply and it's what, it's what we do. We, we, we got our, like the Lord said, I think we've had it You know, he was he was angry about it. And uh, he already saw the picture. Oh, okay. okay. And uh, this, this is what's happening. Okay. Well, uh, uh, Ed, once again, you're you're really breaking up, and I once again, I okay, okay, I, 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 I have a good, a good night. Thank you, sir. Thank you. And again, I think your idea with uh, Talaza net catching the stray dogs, I don't think that's too far fetched. I think it can work, and it possibly will work. So, for a stray uh, pig, I don't think it's going to work. The, the pigs are a lot, they're a lot stronger, and they'll probably tear up that net. Anyway, five minutes till the top of the hour, and. Um, Again, I was just talking about, and well, we had that caller, Ed called up. A company in the UK came up with an idea how they may, were making roads out of plastic bottles that last 10 times longer than your roads that are made with asphalt. So there you go. Again, it's, it's not just plastic bottles or plastics. They use other, um, other filaments, elements in the, in the mixture. And they came up, you know, and I'm sure if you did the proper research, you'll find out, or they'll tell you, of course, for some money. <laughs> Give me some money, I'll tell you how we did it. But anyway, I think, you know, circular economy, reusing, reducing, and recycling, it's a good way to go. We need to do something about plastics. Uh, it's a major problem, not just in Guam, but everywhere else. Uh, once again, thank you for tuning in to Man, Land, and Sea. We're just about four minutes to the top of the hour. And... Um, Island Girl Power, uh, as I mentioned, is having a cleanup. They're going to be cleaning up a lost park, basketball park. And uh, they're going to be cleaning up this weekend, 9 o'clock to whenever, 9 to 12. And uh, for those of you interested, you can come to the Island Girl Power building in Dedido, right in the corner lot in uh, Santa Monica Avenue. You can't miss it. It's right there in front of White Sanks Home Road. You can't miss it. Island Girl Power. Come on out there Saturday, 9 a.m. And uh, any help you can give is greatly appreciated. I'm going to give back this park, back to the community, back to the neighborhood, back to our kids. Okay? So once again, it's happening this weekend. And there's also, I don't know, I was going to ask Vanita, are they 
Are they working together on this? You heard of this group called Love Guam. Love Guam Cleanup. They're having a cleanup as well. February 8, 2020, 9.30 to 12 p.m. The location's at a uh, Singjong restaurant. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Singjong restaurant to Home Depot. Okay, right. I guess if you live in the area, you'll know where it is. Meet up at Singjong restaurant. And they're meeting up at 9.30 in the morning, and they'll be going on to 12 p.m. Love Guam cleanup happening this weekend, February the 8th, and free barbecue afterwards. Free barbecue, can't beat that, huh? Hosted by the Fusion Tavern. So, again, once again, the community's coming together to clean up our island. Nobody's going to do it for us, you know. Unfortunately, we have people out there that take it upon themselves to just trash our island. Knock it off. We live in a beautiful island. Beautiful island. Keep it clean. Basta ibasula. Two minutes until the top of the hour. Jeremy, thank you. Thank you for what you do. Hey, no problem. I get paid for this. Yeah, watching my back. And, uh, you know, we we did have that, the call at the very beginning of the show, the... Uh, Young ladies. Uh, Miss Esther. Yeah. From, from H2OO. H2OO.org is their website. It's uh, They call themselves the Heirs of the Ocean. Heirs to. Heirs to the Ocean. There you go. And they're an organization made up uh, predominantly from young adults. And they're located in 14 different countries, Guam included. And uh, they're looking to build up uh, the organization here in Guam uh, to to a lot more uh, people. Well, again, they're very concerned about environment, and particularly our oceans. You know, we need to keep our environment clean for our next generation, our children, your children, our grandchildren. Thank you once again for tuning in to Man, Land, and Sea. Dave Duane is your host every Thursday, 6.30 to 8 p.m. We'll see you next week. your news matters get it here news talk k57 kgum hagatnia guam